0: over anybody who's got, you know, I mean, everybody's got a calling on their lives in all different areas. But, um, whatever that is, you've got to listen to it, or God will send you to the wasteland for, you know, I mean, he'll put you go through the desert just like the Israelites. And if you don't listen to it, you're wasting your time. You're gonna lose. You know, eight years, forty years, whatever.
1: You're to step out and do it. You don't listen to yourself. It's interesting the phraseology you use there because, on the one hand, yes, God said you to the wasteland uh-huh. because ultimately, well, I don't know. Actually, I, I don't know if that's. I don't know if we want to go down that road, but um, yeah. but it's our choices to send us to the wasteland. God allows us to go to the wasteland. Yeah. Actually, God, you know, <laughs> have, what's it say? Be careful what you ask for, because God just might give it to you. Yeah. You know, and so if, if we're not, I don't oh. know, then sometimes, you know, we we do, he leads us through places like the Wasteland to get us ready for what he does have in mind for us what he's got ready for. Of course, three light lanes, right lanes closed, and seeing see in Davis. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> it's right here. Don't you think we'd see it? Uh, yeah, I think so. <laughs>
0: teaching, teaching ministry, I mean, you know, preaching, because, uh, I think that's where God's gifted, gifted me, uh, I I don't think at this point I would look into, uh, starting a church unless for some reason God took me to another area,
1: you know, I just kind of felt like, see, that blows me away. Just that whole concept of starting a church. Because I, I know that's how Grand Creek got started. It started in their living room. That's how um, Chino Hills Calvary Chapel got started in Jack Hibb's living room. I mean, I, I understand that. That's one of those things that if it's of God, then He's going to. It has it to be. And if it's not,
0: then you're crazy to even consider it. It has to be. Because if it's not, then you're. It's not going to work. It doesn't matter how charismatic you are. If God's not. If it's not meant for it to happen. I mean, you know, I mean, there's stories upon stories of churches who started out with, you know, three people in the living room of a. or apartment of a you know, but some guy or a family or whatever, and then it just kind of exploded. I mean, you know, when Rick Warren started Saddleback, he came out here, he didn't know what he was going to do. You know, I mean, he had no, he knew what God's calling was on his life, but he didn't know, and, and I think it's interesting because I think a lot of times God places a calling on your life, but he doesn't give you all the details. He, he never he gives, gives you all the details. He gives you what what you need to do to take the next step. And, uh, you know, we fight against that as humans because we want... I want to know, you know, everything that's going to go on. Abraham, I need
1: a sacrifice. Exactly. So Rick Warren came out here from nowhere not knowing what he was... Well, he
0: came out from... Texas, I think,
1: but he wasn't. I
0: mean, he knew what he was gonna do. He knew what God had called him to do. For what? Start a church, and uh, but you know he didn't have he didn't have funding lined up. He didn't have you know. I mean, it's it's not free to start a church. You gotta you know he's going to have a job. Um, and I'm sure at that point. You didn't. You may not have had any children, or maybe you did. I don't know. But uh, you know, you you got to think about those things before. You, I mean, you, I mean, the Bible says you got to have to count the cost of building a tower before you build a tower. Does the Bible say that? Well, you have to count the cost. I'm not sure about the tower part. It's uh, it's there.
1: It's in the Book of Job.
0: Is it? I'm reading through the Book of Job now. No, Book of Job. Job. Oh. <laughs> well, there's lots of stuff in the Book of Job that should be in the Bible, but it's just not. I, mean, I have to talk to God about that one. But uh, you know, whatever it is, wherever you're at, you know, you, you can't you can't ignore that. You can't run. Up, I mean, you can, but where does it get you? On I mean, the said, boat,
1: get thrown out in the belly of a whale, back yeah. on the ship, right back where God wanted him to be in the first place. And you waste,
0: you waste it. How much, I wonder how much time transpired before Jonah, you know, from when he, he heard God's calling, and he knew what mm-hmm. he was supposed to do, but he didn't want to do it. And, and then, you know, uh, you waste how much time he wasted before uh, he got back to where he was supposed to be and you think about the time that we wasted our lives because we're ignoring God's call whatever area that may be you know know.
1: I guess it's not a total waste. Well, it's easy to look back in 2020 hindsight. For yeah. everything. What the truth of the matter is, to hear God's call, you got to be plugged in and, and listening for Him, yeah. listening to Him. There's very few, I think, that are like Evan Almighty or Jonah, where or or Samuel, where God literally, yeah. or Paul. You know, just hello. This is what I have for your life. And yet, yeah, the Bible tells us Jonah ran away from God, and that that could be. I I can see Jonah writing that, or somebody else writing that about Jonah way after the fact, and looking back and, and doing it twenty twenty. Because maybe, you know, may, uh, maybe Jonah wasn't literally this not uh, just turning his back on God and running away. I don't know. But it sounds like, no, actually he was, because he said, I've sinned, and that's why the three over, said so he didn't know what he was doing. Okay, I'll take it back, he But I think for the rest of us, and this is a, a huge, broad statement, but there's very few of us that are plugged into God that much to where we would hear his voice truly and just say, No, nah, I don't think I want, I'm not going to do that, God. No. Uh-uh. I'm I'm going to do something else, and and now maybe I'm way wrong because, but think how how difficult it is in our own lives to hear to hear God sometimes because you you'll you'll you hear and you wonder is that God or is that just is that something I've created is that is that is that is that because the. Process of getting close to God and and hearing His voice, as Jesus said, "My sheep know My voice." Well, it's just not quite that easy because you're having to to listen to the to urging inside you to do this instead of that, and it may be something little like I I don't know. it's easy to get into. Okay, God, do I tie my shoe now, or do I walk in the kitchen before I do it? <laughs> I mean, you, you, but
0: you want to fall on your face? <laughs> <laughs> that's up to
1: you. But you know, you, you can get into that type. Not that—that okay, might be a little silly example, but but if you're not careful, okay. Nehemiah, God says, "Go build the wall." Okay. But God didn't tell Nehemiah exactly how to do it, or did, God didn't give him the, the business plan, if you will, with all of the goals, objectives, and dates to have them accomplished. He depended, he left that to the gift of Nehemiah to come up with, or to, to, to whatever. So there, there's a lot of independent thought, movement, and action taking place on anybody's heart to accomplish the things, but hopefully we're, we're listening to the Spirit within within us, the Holy Spirit within us, leading, guiding, pointing. And I get you know I I don't know where I'm going with this except that to say that it's just it's much easier to look back ten years ago and say that was so clear, that was so plain, but at the time it's not, and because if it worked we wouldn't do the things that we do. Now I don't know what this is supposed to do except not really even make us feel better for not doing what we're supposed to, but I guess it's to to try to look back to grow so that we can fully appreciate The plan, God's plan for our lives and how He accomplishes it and how He allows us to accomplish it. it. Would you say are you a much more committed Christian now than you were twenty years ago? Twenty years ago you were in junior high. Okay, so that doesn't count. Twenty years ago I was in college. Oh. You've aged since the last time we talked. So are you a more committed Christian now than you were then? Yes. Are you wiser now than you were then? Yes. Okay. Do you have a deeper, greater understanding of of God and how he works and his his magnificence and his love and plan for the world and this? I understand that I don't understand. Okay. But are you working harder every day to try to get close to him and understand more of of him now than you did twenty years ago? Yes. Okay. So you really can't possibly make the same type of informed decision now. I mean then that you could now, can you? No. Good judgment comes from experience. Experience comes from poor judgment. I still don't understand why God allows us to do that. It's nothing that's a stumbling block you're gonna... Because we need to learn. I mean, maybe
0: we're stubborn. We're stu- too stubborn to to listen. To me. I me. I think sometimes we don't expect God to use us like He wants to use us, and so we're not we're not open. I mean, you know, you know, like like He sent Nehemiah. You know, he had to put forth some of his own effort to rebuild the wall. And his his leadership skills were very evident. But uh, he had to practice those. God gave us, you know, God gives us those skills. But we need to use them. We need to do do the natural so he can do the super. Say that again. Say, we need to do the natural
1: so he can do the super. All right, is that original? Don't lie. God will know it; He'll strike both of us dead. Because I'm in the car with you. Because there's lots of innocent people collateral damage throughout the Bible. So is that original? Semi. That's brilliant. I mean, I love that. Doesn't
0: does that make Just because
1: regardless, you're the conduit. You're the first one I've heard say that. So I'm well, of the identification
0: of the people. Now, if well, I were to go and make that's it. really so. Where'd you get that? I don't remember. Okay, that's so why that's, I said it was semi original. But well, that's okay. That's really
1: God, I really like that. That's a that's a good ism. You have to, uh, we have although to do the, the one yesterday so can do the super Exactly.
0: The irreversible complexity. Inducible. That's fine.
1: Yes. No, okay. You got, okay. Irreversible. Yes. No, I got
0: you. It's like. Anyway, that's another. But. We have to act. God says. I mean, like Abraham. Abraham made a sacrifice. Uh, okay. <laughs> okay. You, gotta, you gotta serve this up and you're going to have a Donald's here, you can just show, you know, bring a lamb into my vision, which I actually end up doing, but, you know, I mean, you have to do something, if you don't do something with it, and the, and the sad thing is, is if you don't do something with it, God's gonna, you know, allow you to go into your own wasteland, or, of course, yeah, he's gonna take it away and let somebody else have the blessing that he should have had, but you're too, you know, focused on your current circumstances or any number of different things to really you know, do what God's called you to do I mean you know, in my case you know, God brought us through a lot of things He brought us through three years of graduate school and, and I, I thought, well I, I guess I justified my inactivity uh, by saying, well, you know, maybe I just didn't hear God, or... What do you mean your inactivity? Well, i leaving the ministry. Oh. And, uh, you know, so, you know, you can justify that away, but, you know, you, you, you get through certain things, I mean, God has gifted you to be a, a communicator, a, uh, I don't want to say a salesman, if you will.
1: And, uh, Make no mistake, we're all salesmen, one way or the other.
0: Exactly.
1: That's what people don't understand. Everybody's a salesman. They sell every day. Well, some people
0: communicate better than others. I yes. Guess. And, and some people sell better than others. Yes. And, and that's because they're using the abilities that God has given them is to do what they need to do, and if they don't do that, they're missing out on on sales, if you will. Not not trying to cheapen the the ministry, of the salvation of other people, but uh, you know they're missing out on sales. You don't do everything you have to do. Now I'm not saying we need to have a a robotic sort of. This is the way things are done, and this is how we need to do it, type of mentality. in, in, in approaching ministry or, you know, sharing, people, sharing Jesus with people. What you need to do, because everybody's different, and everybody, you know, all the approaches are different. But you have to do what God's given you to do. You have to do that, or you're going to be walking around. In a wasteland, somebody killed a skunk. Hey, but something good. Something good, yeah. Not good. You have to listen to them.
1: If you don't listen to them, you're gonna miss out. Okay. So one doesn't listen, one misses out. How does one get back on track? Yeah. are in. you, or are you just? Yes, SOL. Well. Um Well you you're, only, you're, you're only you're only out of
0: luck. God. You're only out of luck if you don't do anything. You sit hip keep sitting on the time you get to a point in your relationship with God, I mean, you know, you start out as a new Christian. Maybe you're not ready to jump into ministry and to do things that a mature Christian would be. But if you get to a point, say you've been a Christian, I don't know let's say, 10 years, whatever, and you're not, and you're not involved in in ministry doing something for him, I mean, you know, active in your church, or or in full-time ministry, whatever that, you know, may look like, you know, something's wrong, you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing, you're not doing the natural
1: So, not to imply that anybody else in the car might be long winded, but was that a way of saying, Blue where you're planted? In all things be content? Or maybe not all things be content, but blue where you're planted? No. Okay.
0: And I, yes, I am long winded too, you <laughs> you <Be> fine. <laughs> but we both are, and that's why we're together. <laughs> okay. God God grows us, we come together. But uh if you bloom or you're planted and in my way of seeing things, please correct me. But it seems like you're saying, Okay, this is except this is sort of your uh Eeyore mentality. You know, Eeyore the kind of sad sad face depressed mule and
1: Winnie the Pooh yeah. Okay, so bloom where you're you're, you're equating bloom where you're planning to make limits out of lemonade or That's what your connotation Yeah. Okay. But, and I,
0: but I also think that bloom where you're type idea of just okay well I'm gonna accept where I'm at you know even though you may know that you know from past experience God is calling you to do something different You uh, You know you don't do anything You just kind of accept it And if you accept it you fall into that rut And you fall into that rut You're less likely to climb out And and get out on the other side And actually do What God is calling you to do They don't have. I mean.
1: Yeah. What what was the one you liked?
0: It's a race car game. I don't know what it's called. I liked (laughs) all of them. You really did. So are you trying to say that you like it? Like the passenger of a race car driver
1: have your heart in your throat? No. No. It's just. I just I, I I realized that what some may call reckless is actually calculated. I mean, it really is a calculated aggressiveness.
0: Can I tell you one time? When I was uh, when I was a cab driver in another life, I drove uh, I drove on the
1: Fontana racetrack. Really. I uh, broke in one night and didn't hurt you. Well no, I mean Oh did you go out there the, pay and pay No no no. I, was, I went I went out took there, somebody there, somebody there oh. and it was a
0: not one of the drivers but one of the crew members. Yeah. And uh drove across the track. That's cool. I didn't like drive on it. you get Jeez. I'd probably get arrested if I drove on the track. But it'd been funny, you turn left. <laughs> yeah. But I don't think the cab I was driving in would have gotten up much, much over
1: eighty. Couldn't outrun anybody anyway. <laughs> so me. Uh,
0: that's his life. But you have to you have to listen to the calling. I mean, it's 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 yeah, not. But, but
1: okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Blah blah blah. Of course, you have to listen to the calling. But like I said, how many people? Really, really hear the call and say I'm not going to do that. Nah, don't think so. Uh-uh. Oh, tons.
0: You really think? Because I don't think so. I, I think tons of people do. I think the well, then they're stupid idiots. Well, there's some other words we can use here, but we yeah. have to edit them out. No, but I mean,
1: really and truly, the people, you people hear hear the calling. They know it's the calling, and they're just saying, Nah, I'm not ready for it. Or no, nah, I don't want to do that. Nah, I don't think so. Yes. Or are you equating hearing the calling with having been given an opportunity to do something? Because I don't think they're the same thing.
0: Really, I'm no. equating the calling with what God has pressed
1: pressed into your life. Okay, but how? But that so so you say I don't believe that, that people know what their calling in life is purposely avoid the calling. I'm sure there are some. I'm sure sure there are exceptions. I'm sure there are some. But I think a, a committed Christian who's earnestly seeking God and God's will and wants to do what God wants he or she, him or her to do, doesn't hear God's voice saying, this is what your calling is, and saying, you know, I, I want to go I'd like to put my hand back in the cooking jar, I want something different. But that's just me, you're entitled to your never-to-be-humble opinion, yeah. and I'm entitled to my always-correct opinion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, if
0: only our wife would,
1: uh, Oh, man, yeah. if only the world would fall into line like
0: that. I know. Whatever it is, you've got to listen. If you don't listen, you're gonna waste waste time, valuable time. I mean, because life life is short. I mean, when I started when I started seminary, that was 15 years ago. And
1: okay, so how long how long did you go through seminary? Three years. Three years through seminary. Then out of seminary. You came straight down to Pomona. Yeah, uh, down to uh, ridgecrest. my church in the uh, out in the middle of the desert. Okay, then down to Pomona. Then down to Pomona. So how how long was it from beginning cemetery to walking away? Uh, let's see, that's
0: ninety six, two thousand three, seven years. Okay. Had three years. like if something made you walk away. What was it? You know, honestly, as I, I was talking, you know, working through this, I uh, I realized that I wasn't didn't really press into into God's presence. You know, we've heard this talked about in church, and, and getting to a point where you you are in. I mean, really pushing in God's presence, pushing through that. You know, the the space in between us. Um, I didn't really press into that. I didn't really press through that. I was so ingrained with the mentality, the denominational way of doing things. That, uh, or you know, because, I mean, a lot of people call seminary, they call it cemetery. Because you, you, you learn a lot of good things. But you also learn a lot of things that, you know, ways so other, of
1: not doing things. So in other words, back... And I'm sorry, just to clarify that because I want to make sure I'm understanding. So back then, you made the decision. You said, I'm not going to press into God's presence because no, I, want, I, don't, I don't want that. That's not what I want. I want to stay here on the outside following the denominational kind of ritual but i'm not going to press into god's presence is that what you're saying
0: I, I i guess i consciously
1: didn't even realize that i could oh so you didn't have that knowledge you didn't have that experience mm-hmm. so you really couldn't have made a decision not to do something that you didn't even know you because you were trying the best you knew how to try is that right okay so you were doing what you had been trained to do is that correct Correct. You were using everything that you possibly could to try to accomplish what you thought was God's will for your life at the time, following the path and doing what you were supposed to do, is that correct? Correct. Okay, I just wanted to clarify that. Alright. <laughs> but so looking back on it in twenty twenty hindsight, fifteen years later, you see a different reality, as it were. But you see it different. you see it you yeah. see things instead of seeing through a glass darkly things have become a little more clear. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Go ahead.
0: Come on, you most love Now you.
1: see, that's where you lose the race car mentality. The race car driver mentality. That's where you draft. You, That's where, now but you're not drafting because there's nothing to draft. That's where that's where you got to either fish or cut baits, You get up and you bump them <laughs> or you go around them or you sit tight. But you can't do it. See, there. The, the, you've made the right decision. the good decision. the correct decision. But you, you got to You got to keep it all separate. Okay. So anyway, sorry, So back 15 years ago. So why So you didn't. So why'd you walk away?
0: Because I put my family first, which is not a bad decision. And being in that same exact situation today, uh-huh. I would probably do the same thing.
1: Okay. Now, being in the same go ahead.
0: But I wouldn't have left, I wouldn't have left the ministry, I would have explored other
1: options. And okay. I,
0: I mean, in that respect.
1: Yeah. Or maybe even just put up with it a little while longer while looking for something else? Yeah. Okay. Well, then But you didn't f- then, why not? Because
0: I didn't have the experience I have now.
1: No, I mean really, or I mean, what is no, is I think
0: I, I got pre- in that temp, in that particular situation, my backup was up against the wall, and I had to make a decision. I didn't have I didn't have luxury, I and mean, it was like Wednesday yes. Wednesday night. You know, I'm they sure. called. They said we're going to have a meeting, and you need to make a decision. And this was this was Wednesday afternoon, so. Didn't have a lot of time to pray about it.
1: But that's a different radio program. That's a different radio program. No, that but that's a great title. Going this is this over, is where we're at. This is
0: where we're at. That'll come right on after how I solve the world's problems in forty five minutes. That's right. But, you know, it's never too late to, to listen to revisit the calling that God's placed on your life. You know, so many people have done that. But um it's hard not to have regrets over what you could have done, uh, obviously because you didn't have the experience you have now, but to look back and not dwell, I mean, I, well, we're not supposed to because that's not of God, but you don't want to look back and think about what might have been because it still can be.
1: Oh. Is that original? That's original. That was good. Say it again.
0: You don't want to look back and think what well, might have might have been because it still can't be. But it's up to us. In the sense of God God places something in your life. Places a calling in your life, whatever that is. But again, it's, it's, as we said. It, that's what God's given us, but we need to do something with that.
1: Rather than just kind of sitting on the sidelines. You know what? I think sometimes the calling might be to just follow him. Well, but just, just no, just to just follow him, meaning learn, press in, get closer, bloom where you're planted serve in ways that look for ways to serve look for how to to be trying to do what he's wanting you to do because you're you're sowing your you're preparing your fields for rain because one day the rain's going to come and when it does he's just going to pluck you out and put you in the middle of it It's like the submariners those guys dri- wartime I am absolutely confident but well chief Leninger said wartime hostilities would be no different than any other day as far as activity goes because they, they train for it every single day that they're that they're in the navy. Yeah. So they're ready because they they go through the drills, they practice, they get their mind in the proper mindset. They get their game face on in practice. And
0: But some people get into practice and then they never get in the game. I mean, look at Rudy. He practiced for four years and he played in one
1: game. And you know what? It's for damn sure he never would have gotten into one game if he hadn't practiced. Exactly. And as Mordecai said to Esther, who knows but that you were born for such a time as this that whether you step up to the plate in this particular instance is irrelevant. God will save the Jews from some other means. And Your family will be wiped out and eradicated. As you said, you'll miss out on the blessing. And and
0: and I don't I don't want that. I don't want that. I don't want to miss out on the blessing. I want to be a part of what God's doing, whatever that is, wherever that is, however that is. You know, I mean, I'm not gonna. Yeah, I mean,
1: you. you, So does that mean you sit back in your easy chair and you pray every day? You don't get up and you do anything because you. Because you're waiting to hear what God's gonna tell you and what God's gonna say to you, how God's gonna direct you, but you're gonna just sit there and wait? Or do you get up every day at three o'clock, three thirty, four o'clock and come take care of business? Because you have in the meantime, you got your priorities to have to take care of your family. You're taking care of business, you're looking for opportunities, you're even making opportunities. I mean, look, you're you're writing, you're a writer, you got a blog, you got a website. Look at what you're doing. You're solving the world's problems in 45 minutes. Yeah. You're throwing it on the wall. Something's going to stick. And even if it doesn't, you go get, you go get another handful of something else. To throw you know it what? At. But
0: it's a, it's a it's a hell of a lot of fun to throw this up
1: on the wall. Okay. I mean, in, in this particular but case. But in the meantime. I mean, so you feel like you know what God's calling is for your life. So yeah. you're you're trying to use that. You're but you're looking for opportunities for ways to do it. You have to do the natural. If you don't know what your calling is, then you keep your eye on God. Keep moving forward. You listen. You press in. You try to get closer and closer. And it's, it's here. My send me. Yeah. When something you don't wait for Him to say, okay, you're going here if there's nobody there you go there or you, you go here because you're trying to do and i guess where I'm, what i what my thought is is when you're in your 20s you're 18 25 and when you're beginning in your adult or kidhood even the glass the glass is dark I mean, it's different. You see it. You see it different. You see things differently. And so... Gee, that's profound. Not really. It's stupid. Of course it is. No, it's not profound. I mean, that's not stupid. Well, no, it's not stupid, but it's not. It's also... It, it's. Well, unfortunately. not solve for those problems in 40 no, but,
0: but we I think we've blessed out some stuff and our our listeners all six of them or 13 of them I don't know if they fluctuate right from day to day yeah, I think we lost a couple of times oh, <laughs> but you need I mean it, it, they'll appreciate it because you need to pay attention to what God's doing in your life how God has gifted you and uh, you need to use those gifts for his glory and his honor because if you don't, he'll find somebody else that will, and he'll take those gifts and give them to somebody and else. And you'll
1: wind up walking around the desert till you get your head out of you, you know what. And unfortunately, sometimes you can have done irreparable harm Yeah. And to certain aspects of your life or your body. Mm-hmm. But you can always come back home. You can, the prodigal son can always return. And yeah. there will always be a party, and the fatted calf will be killed. But if you've done things in those those years of wandering that harm you, you still gotta live with that. But
0: you know what you need to do in that right. case? You need to build a bridge and get over it. Put on put on you pull your Pull up pin. your big girl
1: panties and go forward.
0: And that's exactly what you gotta do. All Keep right. moving forward.
1: So who's brought this incredibly enlightening discussion? Yeah. Um our folks this morning One
0: Touch Publishing Who's One
1: Touch Publishing?
0: One book One Touch One Life That's a wrap